All right. Well, happy Wednesday. Welcome back. <laughs> this is another surprise episode of These Nuts, Nuts Podcast. Podcast. So um, I covered my story a few minutes ago. We're going to drop that on Monday. And as a special treat, we're doing two this week. Two parts. So now Katie's going to take the floor. Um, we don't have any updates because we gave them all just a few minutes ago <laughs> our time. <laughs> but I am excited to hear about Katie's. Okay, so I'm just going to dive right in. Okay. Uh, we don't really have any updates or anything. I'm going to share some really tangled messy i'm gonna try to untangle okay this weave of a web that i have found i don't know what i'm trying to say really i do i know the story that you're getting ready to tell and it's hard to follow it's very hard it's so hard so yes any clarity any timelines that you can give i'm here for it i will do my best okay so we're gonna talk about the murdoch family okay. some people may know them almost immediately from just being a family that was very prominent, especially in the law mm -hmm. industry. I don't Let's say arena, the law arena in South Carolina. Okay. So a little bit of background and then I'll kind of get into okay. the untangling of the web yeah. from today. I don't even know who all the players are. It's so confusing. there's a lot. There is a lot. And they're all, ginger so i cannot yes, tell them they apart are. they are you know i love a good ginger i, I didn't know that about you but i do now yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> they're so cute and clearly ornery ornery okay so the primary person i'm going to be talking about his name is richard murdaugh but he goes by alex so i'll be referring to him as alex okay but like I said, he comes from a family that has been in the law arena for decades. Fun. That is very fun. Thank yeah. you for suggesting that. So his family started a career in law. When I say law, I don't mean police work, but more like courts. So prosecutors, oh. lawyers, law firms, attorneys since 1910 or 1920. So lawyer, 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 lawyer. lawyer. 100 years. Yeah. Dang. They huh, mine's popper, 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 popper. <laughs> I don't actually know what you mean. Like poppers are poor people. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's what I thought you were referring to, but usually I know of the prince and the popper. That term was from 1927. <laughs> okay, Grandma. You're welcome for that popper tales. So you probably heard of the, the Murdoch's when you were back in the day. Yes. We were, my people were very jealous of their law degree. Yes. So Alex's great grandfather first went into the law arena, as I'm going to continue to call it, in the 1910s, 1920s. And then from then had a son who followed in his footsteps, who had a son who had followed in his footsteps and had Alex. Okay. Or Richard. Okay. So Richard, I'm sorry, I'm going to refer to him as Alex. Okay. Alex also followed in those footsteps and worked with the same firms that his family had worked with. And not only that, but they founded a nationally recognized 
law firm that specialized in personal injury cases. Okay. So it's been a long time. They kind of know their way around. They have commercials. I'd love to see their commercials. I don't I don't know. So but... I feel like personal law attorney commercials are the best. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're so animated. I can't even call oh, color and color. Yes, yeah. thank you. Color and color. That was the one that I was thinking of. And I Have think... you been hit by a truck? Call color and color. So I want to see what the Murdoch commercials The Murdoch commercials? Yeah. Okay. I'll see if I can find one for you. So when Alex was, you know, working with the law firm, he met his wife, Maggie, with whom he had two sons. So he had a son by the name of Paul. And he had a son by the name of Richard. Because in this family, they've been passing down names for generations. His great-grandpa, his grandpa, his dad, they all had the same name. And they were one, the second, the third, the fourth, the junior. Like, That's why Richard is going by Alec. It, but going by Alex. And then oh, Alex. Richard's son, Richard, goes by Buster. Mm. That's great because you might be the family dog. It might be your kid. Buster. Right. Buster. So Buster is the oldest. Paul is the youngest. Okay. So okay. the family is very involved in the law, as I've said about 25 times so okay. far. It's finally sinking in now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But they've had several legal issues themselves that are really confusing, kind of hard to follow, have been closed, have been reopened, and may even be in jail to this day. They are messy. Messy. So let's just walk through a timeline of some of these legal issues and see what we kind of think is what they're saying actually has happened oh we're gonna play judge and jury like guilty yes. okay, yes. I'm, okay i'm here for it okay so starting in 2015 there well this was i'm sorry july of 2015 a man by the name of stephen smith a young kid i believe he was 16 or 17 is an openly gay classmate of the eldest murdoch son buster okay Stephen was found dead on a, the side of a road in Hampton County. Initially, they said he died of blunt force trauma, ruled it as a hit and run, and there was no suspects. I so, did not know about this piece. Yes. So oh, That's so sad. You know, nothing directly related to the Murdaws, but it was a classmate of Buster. And they had interviewed several witnesses, and it, several people had said that they believe Buster was in a secret relationship with Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't really do much with that. They they couldn't really find any proof, or they wasn't how much could they dig on whoa the t is t and a young kid how old was buster and steven i be well they were classmates i believe it said steven was 16 or 17 i could be completely wrong no yeah he that's fine 23. you know i he like was, to wing it he was young oh man but they were okay. the same age so the case went cold they just kind of said it was a hit and run and they could never find a suspect wow. so they're not sure you know, how this happened to Stephen. 
So that was just like the first of many tangles with the law. Yeah, scandal one. Scandal two. Okay. <laughs> I'll leave the number dotting to you. <laughs> that looked more like a seven, but. <laughs> oh. Dots. Dots. <laughs> anyway. Okay, scandal two. So February of 2018. So two and a half years later. Okay. Another, I'm not even going to say legal matter, but suspicious death. Okay. Okay. So the Murdoch family had a housekeeper who was a longtime housekeeper for about 20 years. She was their housekeeper for two decades. I, she I read. knew everything. everything. A, a housekeeper for 20 years knows when you have gas. Mm -hmm. They know when you are fighting with your spouse. Yes. They know when your kids are in trouble. That woman knew everything. She knew. She was cleaning nice and quietly, but always listening. Oh, yeah. So her name was Gloria Satterfield. So February 2nd, 2018, Gloria tripped and fell down the Murdaugh's front steps and suffered from a very severe head injury. I've got to see a picture of these steps. <laughs> Me too. If because you can find one. Was it interior in, inside their stairwell or outside on their porch? I couldn't really get that information. Um, I couldn't find that. What I did find, though, is a couple of different times where trip and fell was in quotations. <gasps> what the hell? So she fell. And had a head injury February 2nd. She went to the hospital where about three weeks later, she ended up passing away from complications. Part of it was she had, a, had had a stroke because she had fell and hit her head. And it just, like, that was just it. How old was Gloria? Well, she had two grown sons that were in her their 20s. So does your girl here. So, so she could have been 36 like me. Yeah. <laughs> or 50. <laughs> 30. That's young. Like, it, I think I could survive a fall downstairs. I think you could too. I think I might. You have. <laughs> Fair. I am very clumsy. So maybe my body's just used to falling, but I think I might hurt myself. I might even go to the hospital. Right. But. Typically, a woman in her 40s or 50s does not die from a fall down the stairs. Yeah, it was just bizarre. Oh, my. So, it didn't, unlike Stephen, where that was just the case kind of went cold, hers didn't stop there. Mm. The coroner, you know, several years later, they went back to the case for other reasons, but the coroner was kind of taking a look at things and said, this, something's not right. There was no coroner notification. There was no autopsy done. And the death certificate, her cause of death, death was listed as natural causes. Don't ever let them put that online. <laughs> I will do my best. If I'm 99 years, I'll be like, I suspect something. <laughs> oh, okay, I will. Yeah, and then talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> okay. I feel like she'd want it this way and then just have my picture at the end. But no, natural causes. Natural causes. So that's not even like where it gets weird. 
Oh my god. Remember, gosh. we're untangling this web. So after Gloria passed away, Alex, the dad mm-hmm. of the Murdaugh home, approached her two sons and he said, Hey, I want you guys to sue me. I feel really bad. This happened at my home. Um, you know, we could essentially say that because it happened here, we could consider me responsible. I will make sure you guys are taken care of. So just do this and I'm helping you. Just, right. We'll settle or whatever right. and we'll make it right. Help you guys out. Yes. So to help you do that, though, here is my friend I want you to work with. His name is Corey. Corey is already a problem. <laughs> I, I know. Already a huge problem. Massive red flag. Oh, One thing he did. I wish you would have been here six years ago. I could have used that advice. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> you know now, I guess. So, Corey, I guarantee he's a sociopath. <laughs> he, not as, not as bad as some others in my story okay. or situation, but he was just as much. He was on their payroll. Fault. Yes. So, he said, here, use my friend Corey, but didn't mention that Corey was his college roommate. They were besties. And Corey was, they were so close that Corey was the godfather to one of his sons, Paul or Buster. So. All I can think about is that, have you ever seen that TikTok where it's like, in history, they'll go down as roommates, just friends. No. And then it has all these like <laughs> scandalous pictures. No, I've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, something was going on. I'm just starting a new rumor. Corey and, Corey and Alex, Alex sitting in a tree. <laughs> Sorry, Prove sorry. me wrong, <laughs> Murdoff. I mean, I wouldn't go saying that quite yet. Okay, okay. So, Corey did. They the son said, "Okay, yeah, let's let's do that. We'll take Corey's help. We will sue you essentially for our mother's death, and we we can be compensated. Help give her a service, whatever yeah. it may be." So in they were awarded an, ins- an insurance settlement, and I saw various amounts. I saw a couple million. I saw 500000 I'm not sure exactly what the amount was that they were awarded. However, this happened in 2018. Two and a half years went by, and they never saw a dime of the money what that was they the were point? awarded. What was the point? I'll tell you what the point was. Okay. So... It is said that Alex and his friend Corey, they conspired and said, hey, let's take advantage of these poor children who just lost their mother. They're not children, they're grown men, but, and let's file this suit, but let's keep the money. (gasps) Oh, man. Hey, I'm telling you right now, my boys would have beat their asses. They, I'm sorry. I, I believe that they would. I, they love me. I love them. Yeah. I'm dead in this person's house, and then they don't pay up. Somebody's getting an ass whooping. But the thing that you have to remember is the Murdaws are the law. Well, you can still get a punch in the face. You can, but even my if boy, they were in the wrong house, <laughs> especially for their mother. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what had happened is the payout was directed to Alex's bank account 
They never notified the sons. Unbelievable. And they just kept the money. Disgusting. Yeah. So the sons, once they never received the money, they started filing more lawsuits. And they ended up being awarded and receiving over $6 million. Oh, they did get money. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, maybe it was a good decision. They didn't beat their asses. I mean, it, it may have been. But... Mm, I'll have to tell my boys that. <laughs> you never know. Like... Yeah, maybe there's $6 million around the corner. Good. Yes. They were robbed of their mother. No amount is enough, but I'm glad they got something. Right. I was scared they still were waiting to this day. They are. They There are some still some questions, but... In terms of the financial portion of the lawsuit, no, they okay. they they got the award is they what they were calling the, okay. it. So that was February of 2018. Okay, February of 2019. This may be of one that you have heard of. So another incident in run-in with the law and the Murdoch family. I think this is probably the one I've heard of that you're getting ready to share. So, on February 24th, 2019, a year later, Paul Murdaugh, the youngest Murdaugh son, took his one of his family boats, I assume they had several, and five friends out on a lake, and they were partying. Mm -hmm. Paul was about 19 at the time. They were drinking and just being loud and crazy just i mean mm -hmm. young 19 year old things that i'm s glad i survived my teenage years and i'm in my 20s and my 30s <laughs> yeah yes but yeah i don't but you he's put some other people's lives in danger he has so when they were out partying it was around 2 a.m and he ended up crashing the boat because he was driving mm -hmm. and one of the people or one of his friends that he had with him, her name was Mallory. She was thrown from the boat and they couldn't find her. Mm. So I'm not sure, you know, exactly like if the police were called or they came, but eventually they met with the police mm -hmm. and it was the same night. The police discovered he was the driver of the boat. His BAC was 0.286. Over three times the legal limit. Man. And he was underage. He was 19. 0.286? Mm-hmm. He was messed up. He was. He was messed up. Yeah. So, a lot of speculation happened after the crash. He, it was... A lot of people were thought that he was giving given special treatment because of the connections he had with his family. Mm -hmm. So he was never given a sobriety test. He was never taken to jail to booking. He wasn't oh even handcuffed. God. Oh my gosh. Um, they said that the judge, the prosecutor requested that he wear an alcohol monitor and the judge denied that request, likely because of the family connections. Who could that have hurt? Right. The name of the Murdoch family is really the only person. Unbelievable. And I know you're just getting started. Just getting started. Unbelievable. So about a week later, his friend or the friend Mallory was found 
of course she did not make it mm. and because of that he was charged with three felonies okay so in 2019 or in march of 2019 so just a couple of weeks after she was found the family of mallory ended up suing a local convenience store his father alex and his older brother stating that they all provided paul alcohol while he was underage and they are basically in turn responsible for her death oh my goodness so that happened and then in april the following month paul appeared in court and pled not guilty for her death were the other kids on the boat hurt i don't believe so i mean although i did see some pictures of the boat and i could be wrong about that yeah but the others made it yes they did oh my goodness so i'm gonna jump forward and then i'll probably jump back because remember i'm this is like it's messy very messy okay so in july of 2021 so a little over two years later another one of the teenagers that was on the boat with paul and his friends his name was connor they filed a lawsuit against the murdoz and they said that alex was trying to get them to be represented by Corey. Oh my his God. Friend, oh, he's back. To help protect Paul's name. And essentially, without saying it in so many words, they were going to try to shift the blame to Corey or to Connor. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So here, I know you were on the boat too. I'm really sorry about what happened to you, but use my attorney, my best friend, mm-hmm. and help me protect my son and while we're doing that why would anybody agree to that i'm confused they didn't that's why they sued the bird and said no we're not we're not doing that and you're not going to try to shift this we need protection for paul you're not going to try to play or for connor you're not going to try to place the blame on him they had to be so scary for that those parents because they're literally got dead people right popping up all around and now you're trying to frame my son basically yes. i would freak out yeah so they've got gloria the Mm. housekeeper who just happened to trip and fall and pass away on the murdoch property there's more to that they have the friend of buster who was just found Hmm. for a hit and run and now they have mallory who you know i've got some questions about where was steven and gloria's death intentional mallory's probably not was probably a true accident Mm -hmm. but what what right choices did you make by providing enough alcohol to make your son's blood alcohol three times the legal limit and a boat and give him a boat yeah no at 19 years old Mm -mm. that's like which there's no alcohol allowed in my house you know that right but let's just say there was and i was like yes you know just say you can 
drink here just as long as you're safe i feel like that's one thing yes but then to be like also here are the keys to my car in case you want a pizza later right yes that's like a death sentence what the hell exactly yeah it's one thing if it's under your watch in your home and your child's not leaving i still don't support it but that is different you know but to yes to give them especially i don't know that's just the 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 thought behind those decisions make no sense to me. No. Okay. So this is where I feel like you are better at storytelling, whereas I have the facts. I'm excited because this is I've seen little snips. Okay. Little snips. And then I'm like, why is he on trial? Why is that kid staring at him like that? Why did he just say that thing that he just said? Yeah. And maybe you're getting ready to cover all of those little nuggets that I just dropped. And if not, I'll throw them in. But okay. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the next steps. So just to kind of follow the timeline, 2015 is when Stephen was found dead. Mm -hmm. Gloria was in 2018. So three years later, Mallory's death happened in 2019. Now we're going to jump forward to June of 2021. So there were a lot of, I don't know if I want to say marriage problems or just family problems in general with the Murdoch family. I think both are probably, probably true. Probably, yes. But by June of 2021, Maggie, the wife, and Alex were estranged. They just, they weren't at the best point in their marriage. They just were not getting along. Mm. So Maggie was living at the family's beach house. Okay. So they had several properties. They had a beach house. They had obviously like their regular family home. They had a hunting lodge. Um, but so she was staying there. Okay. So one evening, Alex called Maggie and said, Hey, I need you to come meet me at my hunting lodge. So we can ride together to the hospital. My dad is very sick and he's likely going to pass away soon. And, you know, they weren't in the best time in their relationship. So Maggie said, I don't, I don't think so. Like, let's just, I'll meet you at the hospital. Like I, we're still married. That's still family. Like I will meet you there. And Alex was, no, like you, I really need you to come here. And then just follow me to the hospital like he was insisting that she come to the lodge he's clearly a manipulator yeah because she did go on the way there though she texted a friend and said hey i don't know what's going on but alex is acting really fishy he is it sounds like he's up to something like i'm gonna go meet him and we're gonna go see his dad so she got there parked and then walked and they have some dog kennels so that's kind of like the last known place that she was at so if you ask alex they he stated that paul the youngest son was already at the property with him they were fishing and just kind of they had dogs so just kind of spending some time together waiting for maggie to get there when Maggie got there. He says the two of them ate dinner. Well, the three of them ate dinner together. And then Maggie 
went to the dog kennels to do who knows what. And Paul left, but he didn't say where he was going. So he said, I fell asleep. I was watching TV for a little while. Um, I woke up and they were just kind of doing their own thing, even though. I insisted they come here. So we can go see my father in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex said he woke up from his nap. He tried to call Maggie, but she didn't answer. So what he decided to do instead was just leave to go visit his mom because she has Alzheimer's. And she was like a half an hour away from where he was at. So he thought it was just a good time to go. What about dad? I... Good what? luck. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. What's that? <laughs> that is the male parent. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I know. I just learned about him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've been itching to get that joke in. Um, yeah, that's okay. So there's a lot of different things that are supposedly happening on this night when we're supposed to be going right. to now we're... see Alex's father, who... Really did end up passing away about three days later. So oh, he really okay. was sick. So. But you know when somebody's at the end of their life, he was probably on hospice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. I know. <laughs> so later that night, Alex returned from his mother's house. Mm-hmm. And it was around 10 o'clock. He called the police and said, I have found the bodies of my wife and my son, Paul. And they have been shot multiple times. So no holes at at all in this story. The story is pretty, pretty. (laughs) Katie. I didn't even connect the dots. There's some holes. There's some holes. Oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Maggie and Paul. And Paul. So the police came. You know, they started doing some investigating and they talked to Alex a little bit more and were, was like, you know, surely they're getting suspicious. I mean, how many bodies can be attached to your to, name to this exactly. before they're like, maybe we better have you come on down to the station. Right. I think it might be a good idea to bring you in. Although if it's the Indiana or Indianapolis police, they're probably like, Oh, you got a couple bodies. Yeah. Were they straight or gay? <laughs> I'm serious in that time frame. That's so sad. You know, people, they, but anyway, that's, that's last, that's Monday's issue. (laughs) Um, If Alex Murdoch, Alex or Alex, Alex murdered his own child as a mother, that's a, that don't, you know, I think about it sometimes. (laughs) But But not like, not literally. If somebody even raises their voice at my child, I want to fight them. I know. Um, that's your instinct to be protective mm-hmm. and loving and like ride or die. And this man potentially shot his own child. His that's own a, child. That's just, I mean, the wife I can see. <laughs> I mean, honestly, usually there is like crime of passion. Yes. But your child, was things getting too messy with the courts? Oh, it's not even halfway over yet. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. So they started questioning Alex and they were like, you know, where were you when, when they died? Because Mm -hmm. they ended up realizing that the time of death was right around nine o'clock and right. He called the police at 10. So he said, 
you know, I was... Oh, so he passed the killer on the way in. Right. Yes. Essentially. Okay. Right past the mirror. (laughs) 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 Who's that big ginger? He looks dangerous. (laughs) Insert picture of Alex (laughs) Murdoch. As a ginger. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I think he's more blonde now. Is he? But his kids are both ginger. Yeah. Okay. Papa ginger. Yes. <laughs> so he said when he found their bodies, he called the police. But beforehand, he was visiting his frail mother who has Alzheimer's. So and she doesn't know problems. who was there and who wasn't. Great. <laughs> when the police first got there, Alex, sorry, I'm getting the names mixed up, almost immediately said, my son Paul was getting several threats regarding or in retaliation to the boating accident that happened. So it's got to be somebody that was affiliated or upset about the accident. The whole town probably is upset about this accident. Yes. And they just happened to know he's at the hunting cabin. Right. Okay. Yeah, they must have been. Well... Yes. Let me tell you why they okay. know, though. So, the wife, I will give you some details, even though I don't love to share them. The wife was shot four times with the with a rifle in the back and in the head. And the son, Paul, was shot with a shotgun just in his chest. One time in the chest? I believe so. Okay. So, there was both blood splatter and cell phone footage that put him at the scene during the time that they were killed. Cell phone footage? What do you mean? Cell phone footage. He was recording? No. Okay. So, I believe it was around like 8.45 or so. Paul was texting and talking with a couple of his friends i believe he had one of his friend's dogs there at the lodge and so like he was sending pictures and like chatting with him or whatever well paul actually took a video that didn't ever make it to his friend but in the video you could hear the voices of paul maggie and alex give it get back Quit, Cash. Quit. That's okay. Come here. Come here, Cash. Shit. Come here. Post it. Hey, he's got a bird in his mouth. Bubba. Hey, Bubba. That's a guinea. This is a chicken. Come here, Bubba. Come here, Cash. Come here, Bubba. Cash. Quit. Makes me think of like before you can send a Snapchat. Yes. Like there, that video is just there. Yep. Just kind of like sitting there waiting for you yeah, to send. It's in. Pick somebody. Send yes. It. So the timeline that the police and, you know, everybody that has created say that the, the three minutes after the video, three to five, is when Maggie and Paul were killed. So. 
that's that, suspicious that's weird <laughs> very weird it's wild <laughs> that's wild mm -hmm. how do you how can you math math that math <laughs> alex <laughs> make it make sense <laughs> no that's come on but just wait because there's still even more details oh my gosh so the he had of him prior because before Maggie, I believe, got there, you know, Paul was Paul was a kid. He was taking Snapchats yeah. and whatever else. In the videos he got, his dad was wearing a blue shirt and I think some jeans or some khakis okay. or something. I was you were gonna say like a Dexter like <laughs> full body paper suit in the background. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I always get the craziest <laughs> visuals that I just have to share. I love it. After. When the police and the ambulance and after the visit with his mother, he was wearing a white, freshly clean t-shirt mm. and a pair of shorts. Oh, wow. Well, mm -hmm. I can't. If a man wants to change it, his mother, so be it. Oh, <laughs> what the hell? So. <laughs> who has dementia? She probably like has a caretaker. She does. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. That just came to me as I was she saying. She does. So, but, you know, obviously now we know that Alex has been charged with the murders. We did not know. Well, we do now. Okay. Of both Paul and Maggie. Oh my gosh. So. Buster's gotta be like, woo. Do you would think? Yeah, I would. You would think. Okay, he's not. I'll get to him. Okay. So one of the people that they are questioning in regards to help make the a timeline set up for verifying where Alex was when you know these people died, Alex's mother had a caretaker. Oh. And he said that's where he was. So you bet they went and said, "Was your son here?" And the housekeeper, the caretaker, said that he did come and he did visit, but it, he was acting really fidgety and weird, and he had a blue tarp for some reason. <gasps> what do you mean? Inside the house? Like he was carrying, she's, I read that he was carrying a blue tarp under his arm. Oh, okay. So I just imagine like a new one folded, maybe? Yeah, I'm picturing he put the guns in there and wrapped it up, yeah. maybe? Okay. Yeah. So she said that he stayed for about 15 to 20 minutes. Alex said he was there for more like 45 minutes. Okay. Time flies when you're visiting mom. Right. It really does. <laughs> Come see me, little angels. <laughs> um, so not only did they go and question, but they actually found a blue raincoat. Okay. So maybe it was a raincoat that he was holding on right. to at his mother's house that he had stashed and it had gunshot residue on it. For somebody that's in in the yeah, he's law arena, you'd think he'd be much smarter. What kind of attorney was he? Criminal defense, you said? No, I said he were, they had found it a personal injury. Oh, personal firm. injury. Okay, well, he should have taken a criminal defense <laughs> I would think You would think so. Whew, too late now. So the thought is, and I'll dig in more as to why they think this, but the thought is that he did this to shift the focus away from himself and some 
some things that he had going on that people didn't know about. Oh! Which I will be sharing. Okay. So that was June 2021. This has got to be some deep, dark secrets you're getting ready to spill because I've never, I've had some, some tea flying around about me before mm-hmm. and been like, oh, this is part of the reason why I quit drinking six years ago. <laughs> But never once was like, you know what would really distract from these rumors? Murder. Murder. Double murder. Double murder. Of your son and your wife. <laughs> or your husband. Yeah, my my partner. You're an ally. That's right. My partner and my child <laughs> have got to go because I'm embarrassed. Because I've got so much private, personal stuff going on with my No, with I myself. just... I took it like a man and uh, put some sobriety behind me, and now it's all good. Teach this man that. Well, let me hear his, his scandals first. So in September of 2021, a couple of months later, several things happened day after day after day. So September 3rd, Alex was confronted by one of the partners at his law firm, and they said, hey, we found this weird check on your desk. The company is missing millions of dollars. What did you do with it? Oh, okay. He's a little white collar criminal. I would still take that over murder. You know what his response to that was? What's that? Don't worry about it. I'll just resign. Don't even worry about that. <laughs> that million? Psh, just, I'll, I'll just see myself I'll out. I'll take it out of my last check. <laughs> Literally. Ouch. Okay. So a little side note to that is, you know, clearly he stole the money from the Satterfields, the housekeeper's family. He's stealing money from his law firm, but he later has several lawsuits taken against him for his previous clients who say that he stole several million dollars. One attorney represented eight clients but said that the total number of people he stole from is likely between 30 and 50 people and he stole likely over 20 million dollars from them so can i interject my thoughts here absolutely he's disgusting absolutely he's okay that goes without saying he's (laughs) disgusting but here's why you've got a beach house You've got a mansion. You've got a fleet of boats. You've got a lodging. You were not stealing to survive. Right. You are just disgusting. And then it makes me wonder, did Maggie not know? And he had to get rid of her because she was probably going to rip his ass. Right. As a wife should. Yes. As a wife should. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, he's gross. I don't like. I'm not a fan. He... He seems, he thinks he knows it all. He thinks he can just, he thinks, I'll just take this little bit of money here, a couple mm-hmm. million, they'll never even notice. He sounds like a narcissist, like a true yes. definition of a narcissist. Yes. I can get by with whatever. I'm better. I'm smarter. I'm. I won't get caught. Yeah. Like, it'll, it'll and just, if I do, so what? I'm Alex Murdoch. I'll just resign. Big yeah. Deal. I'll get a new embezzling gig. <laughs> Oh, my yes. God. He's so gross. So the very next day, Alex was driving down this country road. 
Mm, I can picture it. And his tire pressure light came on. Oh, I can picture it. Ugh. Okay, when that happens. Yes. So he pulled over and got out of his truck and began to change his tire. And what happened? <gasps> A truck driving past him slowed down and shot this man in the head. On this beautiful country road? He, they tried to. Okay. Ooh, that was a close one. It was very close. Um, a good, well, a couple of things. A couple of people drove past him and saw him. One person. D- shot? Shot. Okay. But he was still. Oh, not him goofing around again. <laughs> well, he was still, it was a superficial injury. Oh, okay. I'll say that. Okay. So they didn't do a very good job. Uh, the hit man that can't hit. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so one person drove past him she called 911 because he was like waving his arms and bleeding from the head but she thought it was a trap like a she was gonna get trafficked like i said in the last episode she made the right call she was smart i probably would have just called 911 and kept driving too i will from now on because i'll be like that man might be stealing and right kills kids (laughs) hell no i'll just call the police let them handle it let them let the pros get this one but one good samaritan stopped okay loaded him up and i was a little confused by this but they drove him to an ambulance (laughs) (laughs) i've read a couple articles that said they drove him to an ambulance maybe one was already on the way i i wasn't questioning can you take it from here (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i would want to get him out hey if i see the ambulance before the hospital yes you're out go on get so he went to the hospital. They put a band-aid on. Essentially. Yep. If you ask him and his attorneys, or I believe they said it was a lot worse, but the hospital Oh Corey. Corey stepped forward and said <laughs> it was almost the end. Right. He almost died. Yeah. He almost got shot in the head. Almost. Yeah. So he was released pretty quickly after that. And remember, just the day prior, he resigned from his law firm. Well, some, He's having a week. He's having Man. a year. Yeah. Just a couple of months earlier, his wife and son were murdered. Yeah, he is having a rough year. Well, something that I read, which I only could find this in one article, so I'm not sure how true it is, but there was a news, like, it was like breaking news, essentially, because this man was just shot attempted murder basically on the side of the road but his wife and his son were just murdered a couple months ago so people like that's a story that people are like breaking news well members of his law firm saw that story showed up at the scene of like where his truck was left and said hey i just want you to know there's something fishy going on with that guy oh my god wait (laughs) wait they were like we've got a clock now (laughs) everybody Get in my cruise. And then they just hustled down to the scene. That's what I read. And then we're like, officer. I know you're busy, but. Hi, we're from Murdaugh, Murdaugh, and Johnson. And <laughs> now we're just Murdaugh and Johnson because he quit yesterday. And also his wife and son are mysteriously dead. Not to mention Mallory and, and Steven. His several millions of dollars that he's been stealing. Um, the housekeeper. Yes, and the housekeeper. Oh my gosh. So. I love that. 
I mean, they yeah. were over his crap. If that was true, because like I said, I can only find that in it's one article. It's true now. It's true now. I'll go with it. I'm, I'll live with that forever. <laughs> so he was he was in the hospital for a couple of days, but it was not a serious injury. Yeah, he was probably. I'm really tired. Can I just stay one more night? Right. I can't bear to go home. Mm-hmm. To that empty house. To the empty house with my one son. Yeah. Oh, does he still live at home? No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he, when he was released from the hospital, he made an official statement and said, everybody here in South Carolina, I just want you to know I'm really sorry for all of my previous actions. I am going to Orlando, Florida, and I'm going to enter myself into rehab for... 20 plus years of oxycodone use. I have a really bad addiction. 20 years of oxycodone addiction. Mm-hmm. He's now claiming. Yes. So it Sounds like something him and Corey cooked up. So close. Okay. It's isn't the story basically tells itself. Yeah. Yeah. He's a terrible attorney. He had a former client named Curtis. And Curtis it ended up coming to light later that he is the source for his addiction. Like he was the one supplying. Him oh, for his he drugs. really did have an oxycodone. Addiction. He really did. Oh, okay. I thought that was baloney. I did too at first, but he really did. Okay. So when he said that, his attorneys also made a statement and just said that the allegations that are, you know, of him murdering his wife and son. And his, um, like, the confrontation from from losing his job or resigning from his job has made him face his dependency, his addiction. So that's why he, he's going to rehab. His dealers. His attorney this. was saying oh, his that. Attorney. Yeah. I was like, his dealer's like, okay. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. So he realizes he has a problem now. He's under treatment. <laughs> right, basically. But it wasn't. It was it, his attorney. Okay. Yeah. So they said that he was spending around $50,000 a week Damn. on drugs. I would love for you, Katie, to do the math. Okay. How much oxycodone could I buy with $50,000? Then the reason why I say that is can one person even ingest that amount without... Well, expiring something else that I didn't include in here, and I probably should have, but there's just so much going on with the Murdoch family. Is he was actually has since been charged in um, basically helping to facilitate, uh, I don't want to call it a ring or a drug dealing, but that's essentially what it is, where you know, he was helping to purchase these large amounts of drugs. He was using these large amounts of drugs, but then also helping to distribute these large amounts of drugs. He was a distributor. Thank you. Okay, he was a distributor. But also partaking. Okay, all right. I can't see him distributing on the streets. So what bougie crowd is he distributing oxys to, I wonder? I think he was doing the distributing through his client former client curtis okay. who was helping i think they were working together curtis because is like they a were, middleman they were both they were both charged okay love that for them yes so 
Love that journey for them. <laughs> Love the journey yeah. that got them there. Not. <laughs> <laughs> While Alex is in rehab, he, or I'm sorry, Curtis has been arrested for conspiring to kill Alex on the roadside. Alex said Curtis. it was Curtis. Curtis was trying to kill me. Curtis says, don't even, Alex. <laughs> don't even go there. It's not going to happen with me. Okay. You got the wrong one. You got the wrong one. Curtis said, Alex, don't you remember you hired me to kill you? Don't you oh, remember that? Probably that oxycodone making yeah. you forgetful. Right. But you paid me to come shoot you in the head? Shoot you in the head. Why would he want that? To look more innocent for the murders of his kid? To help his only remaining son, Buster. Oh, he really wanted him to shoot him in the head? He really did because he, so he confessed this to later be true that because of a massive depression that he was in, because of everything that he's been through, he, Self-induced. he really just, he really just wanted to end his own life and kill himself. However, if he did that, he believed that he wouldn't his there wouldn't be a life insurance payout because oh. of suicide for his son and he wouldn't get the 10 million dollars that was waiting for okay. him. So Curtis and him worked together, conspired, came up with this plan or Alex just paid him and said, "Just I'm just going to be here, you just just kill me." Okay. What did he pay Curtis for this? I do not know. Okay. Something that I kind of thought was interesting was little did Alex know the exclusion on the life insurance payout for the suicide, you know, fine print mm -hmm. had expired. So had he just killed himself, his son would have gotten the $10 million and nobody would be anywhere today. So I'm telling you right now, the 1900s Murdoch's that started the, um, law era is what we're yes. calling it are we calling it an era i was calling it arena but i like era better the law era for their fam is rolling over in his grave because you're an attorney read the freaking fine print read the fine print okay so he's still alive so he's still alive so that's that's the general overview there are several things that are happening that are little that I can't, I couldn't even dive into if I wanted to. We'd be here for four hours. Okay. But that was September of 2021 when he, so he was arrested and then released. He bonded out of jail and went to rehab. Well, then he got out of rehab. And went right back into jail for conspiring to oh, kill himself. That's a crime? I well, yes. I, I don't mean, remember what the exact words yeah, were. But it just sounds weird. Something It was something to do with assisted suicide and... Oh, I can't... Some conspiracy. Of I feel like if I conspired with somebody for suicide, mm -hmm. which I would never do, in case I turn up missing, um, I would just get... Somebody, they would give me help. Right. But because he's got this trail of 
stuff, mm-hmm. they're just going to charge him with anything and everything until they can get him Every locked up. Every single thing. Yes. Because it just sounds... How do you mess up dying from a gunshot to the head? Something seems off about that. Right. I don't... But it's a very risky move. It really is. Mm-hmm. So... He, that was, I think, September, October was when he left rehab again and was in jail. Okay. And has spent the entire rest of 2021 and 2022 in jail. And December of 2022 totaled up, he had 106 grand jury criminal charges against him. These charges were including drug charges, so conspiring with Curtis to, I don't know, distribute, sell, purchase, yeah. anything, murder for his wife and his son, several tens upon tens upon tens financial fraud charges for stealing money from several clients and his law firm, yeah. and the wrongful death of Mallory Beach, Paul's friend, that died during the boating Mm. accident. He has since been disbarred. He will never practice law again. Shouldn't have been in the first place. Seriously. His assets have been seized and he's in jail. Something that I thought was a little interesting was at one point before his assets were seized, He gave power of attorney to his son, Buster. And in that power of attorney document, he gave him the power to sell and dispose of any of his assets, which Buster did. I don't know which assets or if there was something significant, like was he telling him to get rid of these things versus keep these? I don't, I don't know. But then a judge and you know everybody realized what was happening and they said nope your assets are now considered frozen nobody has access to them not even you yeah yeah so (laughs) i don't have much more but in i put 2021 i think it was 2022 the trial and jury choosing had been had begun for the murder Mm -hmm. of his wife and son and it was very difficult to find a jury i bet yeah i bet for because even out here in indiana i've heard some of this yes even not all of it not in order not but i would have to say yeah i've heard of this yes i've definitely heard about mallory beach that's the one that stuck out to me i've definitely heard about then suddenly maggie and paul are dead like what, what is I definitely know this family's cursed or something. Right. Or just evil. Just evil, I think is what it is. I don't even think it was just evil because all of his male family members, at least, I mean, even his brother, I think he has two brothers. They both went on Good Morning America and were like, no, like we work with him. We're also in the law era. And we, this isn't like him. He wouldn't. He wouldn't kill his wife and his sister, and or his wife and his son. Um, 
why go on the show at all? Why go on the show at all? I wouldn't all? go on the show at all. If that why? was a tragedy happening in my family, I'd be like, I got to let this sort itself out. Yes. Because something's wrong. Right. So when they, something that I just thought would be kind of fun to note is when they were choosing a jury, they went so far as to, in the court room or the courthouse or wherever they were at, there was a picture, a portrait of Alex's great-grandfather, Randolph Buster Jr., hanging in the courtroom. Like, this man has been a part of the oh, law. Oh, not they, on purpose. Like, they didn't bring that in. No, that, that it hangs stays, there. It hangs there. They oh removed gosh. that. Just to like oh, poor Randolph Buster Murdoch. He was probably maybe he was a good attorney. I mean, the I read that the Murdoch family held District 14, which covered four or five counties in South Carolina, and like in terms of like Democrats or Republicans, they were the Democratic side and they held that position. They were running the counties as so from like 1910 or 20 until like 2006. Oh my gosh. So for years, decades. So he's brought shame to the family. To his family. So the last thing I just have is the trial for the murders of his wife and son is happening now. You can go online and find live updates. Today they were in the courtroom yesterday. And several people have taken the stand. They brought in, I think, gosh, I forget how many, but several witnesses, Mm. including Buster. Alex himself has taken the stand. Alex's brothers have taken the stand. Maggie's sister, his previous colleagues, the CFO of his law firm. So are people defending him? Are people... All over the map are people saying he did it. He's shady as hell. Yes. Okay. People are saying that he is shady as hell and he did this. The prosecutor, I think it was, said, we're not taking you to trial. We're not taking you to jail. We're not arresting you until we have airtight evidence, which they now say that they have with the video and oh my goodness. everything, because we know that you're smart enough. To know at least some bits of the law to, mm-hmm. if we slip up in one spot, you can get that thrown out or you uh-huh. can. It's like, taking an attorney to trial. Yes. Mm. So Mr. Murdaugh has a lot of webs that he's been weaving. A couple of things that I'm going to go back to really quick is since the death of his wife and son, Authorities announced they are opening a criminal investigation into the housekeeper and has gone as so far as to exhume her body. Oh, my goodness. So very like they're taking that very seriously. Oh, wow. Along with I couldn't find really any details, but they have reopened the case again or in regards to Stephen Smith. Oh, this is intense. Yeah. I am going to be living for these updates. Yes. Oh, wow. So I am sure I will have a couple of updates every week for the next couple of episodes until 
they he's connect. found guilty yeah. and he picks his special meal yes. because yes. i want to no. follow this he will not be picking a special meal i read that if he is convicted they will not be asking the death penalty but life with no parole okay yep I did read that, so... I don't know if I'm pro-death penalty or not. I feel like I am. Sorry. Um... A, a I, monster that can kill... Yeah. ...his own child. He's a menace. He's a danger. I want him put down. Euthanized. I mean, and what good is... I mean, this could be a topic for another episode, but what good are they just sitting there? No, he's obviously a master manipulator and a narcissist. Mm -hmm. So he'll build a posse and he'll live large and he'll, right. He'll be fine. And his wife and son and housekeeper and son's friend and other son's friend. And like, mm -hmm. they're not here anymore. So I'll keep a, wow. a very close eye on this. I definitely want to, because kind of like you, I heard I heard a little bit about Mallory Beach a couple of years ago. I will even say, mm -hmm. and then I remember, I remember like their family portrait because there's like a distinctive picture of them. They're yeah. like dressed in suits or something like that. It makes me think of Shit's Creek. Did you ever watch that when I've they had seen that a little bit? They, when they were rich, they had that big family portrait. portrait. And they, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like when they when the wife and son were found, but I never like dug deeper into like. This man, was this all because of his drug problem? Has he just been a greedy man his whole life? A combination? I did also read something that I just thought of that you had mentioned was Paul. It was said that Paul found a baggie of pills or something oh. of the sort in Alex's belongings and took them to his mom and they both confronted him and Alex said like it was taken care of don't don't worry about it like I'm sorry that that's happened or that you found that but oh just like with the I'm job good. it's handled basically it's handled because he's an egomaniac he thinks he can just dismiss people with it's yeah. handled right and I'll that's just gonna resign. be like, yeah if I just resign you can't do anything so I'll just go steal from someone else right it's no problem yeah so that's all I have I will keep you updated. Yeah. But that's it. Oh, that was a good one, too. Thank you. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this midweek episode. Yes. A um, little pick are we going to call this 6.5 or 7? I was going to actually call it. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to call it 6.1 and 6.2. Oh, okay. Okay. But. I know that after I thought about it, it wasn't really ringing with me. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, You'll but know before we do. <laughs> thank you guys so much. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of These Nuts Podcast. Oh, my God. Because the judge in the town's got blood stains on his